Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Postpartum Coach Podcast. I have so many new listeners here, so I wanted to just reintroduce myself. My name is Lizzie Langston. I am a mom of three. I had postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety twice after my second and third baby. And through, I went through the health system, tried all the things, the antidepressants, therapy, um, and those served me of course, a little bit here and there, but it was the tools of life coaching and self-awareness, awareness of my thoughts and my body and my feelings that really empowered me to create the feelings on purpose that I wanted to feel and to kind of renovate and redo my motherhood um, and my relationship with myself. And then by extension, my parenting and my marriage. So I'm so grateful to be here as the host of this podcast, sharing just not only my life's experience, but how these tools have completely changed my motherhood and beyond. Today, we're talking about self-love. This is a concept that sometimes is undervalued, seems a little bit fluffy and superfluous. That's a word that I just used. That's right. (laughs) So good. And you can hear I have my friend Danielle Savory. Danielle said hi. Say hi. Hi. Oh my gosh. Danielle's the best. So I'm going to tell you how I know Danielle and then I'm going to have her introduce herself. So first of all, the reason I brought Danielle Savory on the podcast is because I worked with her and it was like magic and it was like an emotional massage. Um, I did a three month group program. She has a, a group program called better sex in 90 days, right? Danielle, is that what it's called? Yep. Okay. And I'll, she'll tell you more about that at the end probably, but, um, through working with her as a person who, um, used to be depressive, you know, a couple years ago, it was my last most recent episode of depression postpartum. Um, I've had to completely redo how I talk to myself and she is the queen and she's taught me so much. And so you guys are so lucky. We're all so lucky to hear from Danielle today. Um, so Danielle, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do in coaching and your life and then we'll get started. Yes. 
I love it. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here and talking with all your mamas. Um, I am a mama too. I've got two girls. I live in Portland, Oregon, and I am a sex coach. Don't let that intimidate you. <laughs> I think that there is, you know, I, I, I think there's definitely some, you know, out there sex coaches out there. And, and I think that we have this misunderstanding about what that's even like. And really my approach with coaching in general, but sex coaching specifically, is just like what Lizzie said like it all really starts with us and it's not about what we're doing it's who we are being and that comes from a foundation of how we're treating ourselves how we're you know incorporating our the way that we speak to ourselves when we have emotions come up how do we handle those how do we approach those and so I absolutely love this topic I think that it is required not just for an amazing sex life but just for a lit up general oh sorry it cut out a lit up pleasure in general. Is that what you said? I said a lit up pleasurable life in general. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. I did want to put out here. So sometimes as women of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we tend to really, really, really want women who are of our same religion. And I just want to speak on this for half a second because, um, I am not here to talk down against people in our religion at all. And of course I'm here to stay. I love it. And, um, sometimes like I find that this is an area as a whole, as women of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that we struggle. And I just feel like Danielle knows something and knows truth in this area that we don't. And so, um, I want us all to just like open our minds and our hearts to this amazing, incredible woman. She has helped me literally draw closer to my savior, Jesus Christ. And she didn't even know it. (laughs) I'm like going to cry. Stop. Um, Danielle, like the compassion and the grace that she exemplifies is like our savior. And she's just such a beautiful woman. So I'm so honored to have her here. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. And you know what? It was it's fascinating because I'm not in the church, but I grew up um, so many of like my very best friends and close friends. The community I lived in was um, very like, you know, part of the LDS community. Oh, and so I didn't know that's that. who I had dinner with every night. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love it. The, the so, I love it. Yes. I'm a friend of the community. That is for sure. That's so cool. You're so awesome. Okay. So let's talk about, Danielle, I would just love to hear your story and have all of us just both in the way of getting to know you and then just really introducing this topic of self-love, your journey with self-love, and then I will share a little bit of mine. Okay. I love it. So it's so interesting when someone's like, let me hear your story. You're like, there's so many aspects of my story. Where do I begin? But I think I'll begin at the darkest point of my life because that's what we're here to talk let's, about. Yeah, let's get right into so, it. Yes. Let's <laughs> just get right into it. So uh, my educational background and kind of where I started was I went to school. I wanted to be a neurosurgeon, you know, overachiever. Let's do the hardest thing possible. (laughs) So I was in college doing the biology, like double major biology, chemistry, pre-med track. And then I went to England to study neuroscience. And, you know, I was just really caught up in the education 
education system in general and becoming this person. And at one point, I just had this like realization. I was deep in my studies and I looked over at my now husband, uh, my boyfriend at the time, and I was like, I just really want to go hiking with him. And I don't know what <laughs> happened, but it was just this switch of like, I... I am doing this to prove myself to everybody else. This isn't actually about me. And I closed my books. And in that moment, I quit. And I I want to say I never look back. But of course, I looked back and I was like, oh, my gosh, did I make the wrong choice mm-hmm. multiple times? And then I kind of fell apart. I then went through this journey where I was like, I know I want to help people. I want to, you know, make an impact in the world. But I didn't know what that looked like. I was doing a bunch of like medical equipment sales sort of thing, working at Children's Cancer Association. Yes. Can I pause you for just a second? Go ahead. I have to say like women who are moms, we do this too. Like I can see us in your story, Danielle, because like we do motherhood. I I don't want to say that we don't want to do it at all for ourselves. We totally do. Like there's definitely a part of us that's like, I want babies. I want to have a family. And then we create it, but then we like get so involved in doing it the right way and the way that we think we're supposed to and the way that we've been taught to that it really does become something that uh, becomes more important than us. And we get a little bit lost in there. Yes, yes. And this theme continued. And I'll talk about that when I became a mom. So I just kind of got lost, got kind of stuck in everything. And then my body started showing a lot of pain. I started having a really hard time um, health wise doing my job, eventually to the point where I had to quit. And I spent two years at home bedridden for the better part of those two years like a good day for me would be being able to shower or brush my hair because my body was like head to toe pain and at this time you could see how I was very deep in um, despair Uh, I don't think at the time I would have used the depression knowing now what I did it was completely a depressive state that I was in on top of my physical pain and the only thing that I knew that I wanted I was married at this point was to have a family that's something that was always really appealing to me And I struggled with fertility. I lost um, my first pregnancy in my second trimester, and then Mm. I lost another one. And it was like, not only do I not have a purpose, I can't get pregnant. Like the one thing that my body is supposed to be able to do, like I can't even live my life. I can't shower most days because it hurts so bad. And now my body is failing me and it won't keep a baby. So I was such an enemy to myself and to my body because I was like, I'm I, I'm failing. Like I, everything about me is failing. The only thing that I want is to be a mama and I can't even do that. So helpless and so out of control. And this is where it was like, I had nowhere else to turn. And I went to a yoga class and I couldn't move my body. Um, it was hard enough just getting to the yoga class. And so I was going a couple times a week and I would just lay out my mat and I would lay on my mat and that was it. That's what I would do for the whole 75 minute yoga class every day. And I would close my eyes and I would listen to the instructor and connect with my breath when she told me to. I would visualize my body going into these positions, but I never 
was able to do yoga, actually. At the beginning, it was just in my head. And what I realized when I was started paying attention to my breath was all the craziness that was happening in my brain. And this is really was what began my journey towards self-compassion and self-love. Because when I got quiet, when I paid attention to my breath, I realized like how horrible I was talking to myself all the time. Like, look, you can't even do this simple position. There's an 80 year old man next to you and he can't do it. What's wrong with you? And the more I started becoming aware just in this yoga class, the, the more awareness it brought to how critical and judgmental I was being of myself in every single situation. And that's when I realized that the way that I was treating myself was creating this environment inside of my psyche, inside of my emotional body and my physical body that was a war zone. And that's really what brought me to mindfulness. And then I continued studying self-compassion and self-love. And I'm sure we'll talk more about that, but that's where it all came from. I love that. that. Yeah. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, I love that the breath was your connecting piece between your head, which was like a mind feel, a minefield of like just mean thoughts into your yeah. body and slowing that brain down and connecting with your body. And for those of you listening who are thinking maybe I'm depressed or you just don't feel like you're at your normal yet postpartum and you just are also nervous about if you ever will be, when you will be, I want you to hear me. This is something I work with my clients on is getting into your body. This is what, for me, I was free and clear from depression. I had been for a while, but I wanted to take it to the next level. And that's what drew me to Danielle. She teaches it so beautifully and I was just so curious about it. But the first steps, the baby steps for me in healing from my mental illness, because my brain was just so out of my own control and I was so mean to myself, my self-narrative was icky, icky, icky. It really was just getting into my body. And whether you're already in depression or you're pre-depression and you're just mostly anxious or wherever you are, um, the emotions you feel in your body and listening to them and just um, putting your mental focus in your body regularly, which you're probably like, what does that even mean? And we'll talk about that. But that is mm-hmm. that is where it begins. Um, and then from there, the coaching on my thoughts was also helpful as well. 
Yeah. And I think even, you know, that baby step before getting into your body is just really noticing what your brain is doing because there is no way that I could actually connect any of this stuff to my body at the beginning because we are so used to living in our head. We're so used to living from the shoulders up that like, like what you said, like, what does that even mean? Like the body is really, really hard to connect to. And at the beginning of connecting with my body and noticing my breath, it was simply just like follow my breath in and out, like literally feeling my belly breathe upwards and then exhaling and feeling it down like that in and of itself, that movement can bring you, bring you into your body and and at, and at this time for me, that's all I could really do. And all I could really do was just begin to pay attention to the narrative. And and then I went to a uh, self-compassion training. Mm. Like this was like over a year after I had been doing a lot of the yoga and the mindfulness and the meditation. Mm-hmm. And I went to a training and there I really became even more clear about the way that I was talking to myself and the way that I was even noticing what my brain was saying, right? So I think it's it's interesting because if we pay attention, we're not just being critical of something or ourselves, then we notice the criticism. We might notice the judgment that we're having of ourselves. And because we quote unquote, know we should be kinder to ourselves, then we beat ourselves up for talking unkindly to begin with. Mm -hmm. And so we get into this loop. We get into this spinning place of like, oh, I know I'm supposed to be nicer to myself and I notice that I'm being unkind, but then you beat yourself the unkindness. So really it was like for me learning that it wasn't just noticing the unkind narrative. It wasn't just noticing the way that I was speaking to myself negatively. It was how... I was noticing. It was how I was observing my brain in this narrative because we don't want to add fuel to the fire. And so really that's like the first step of learning how to be compassionate to yourself is noticing with a particular tone. And I like to think about this as like one of those, um, you know, like those critical aunties or grannies or something that you can just see the way that they have their face all scrunched up when they're like <laughs> watching kids play on the playground or something like that. They're like, what are they doing? Like, you don't want to be like that. You want to be like the warm, loving kindergarten teacher that sees that one of the kids is like pouring glue out on the table and is like, oh, Johnny, let's not do that, right? So you're just like, you're you're kindly observing your own negative thoughts or your behaviors rather than observing it with that like critical eye and that can not layer on top of the negative narrative. Does that make sense? Yes. That can allow you to not layer on top. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Yeah. So that's really like where everything started for me. And like the, um, I think that was such a game changer. And what I really talked to my clients with is like, we can't just go in, you know, like 
guns blazing, wanting to change the way that we speak to ourselves, we first have to realize, like, how are we going in and paying attention to the way that we're speaking to ourselves? Yeah. Because that is going to make all the difference in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And that is what coaching introduced me to. And frankly, it's where I took my power back. Um, I feel like depression Mm -hmm. is a state of disempowerment. Like, I mean, it feels like so many things or the absence of so many things, but ultimately what we are is we're disempowered in our own body and in our own mind. And we don't know how to get ourselves out of the emotional negative place, the hole, I guess, that we got in. I mean, if you like, I looked up the word depression and it's like literally just a hole, like a crater. I feel like we're just, we just get stuck in the negatives. And, um, and so we think that the way to, get out is like be super happy and positive. But I love what Danielle is saying. It's, it's, it's literally just like changing the tone in your head, um, to just compassion. Like even if you can't get to positivity, just like curiosity, curiosity is a form of compassion. We're withholding the judgments. And from there we can get to like that loving, compassionate, kind place that Danielle's talking about. Yeah. And it's just like the tone of, it's just the tone of the noticing. Like if you're noticing yourself doing something, you can just be like, oh, okay. I see that I was really critical of myself. Huh? How interesting. Mm -hmm. So I like to think of it, you know, being my background in science and being in like a lab. Like I like to think about being in a lab. If I'm in a lab and I'm paying attention to the things that I'm studying, Mm-hmm. Even if I'm trying to like test out theories or get to a result, I am very, I mean, it's a non-judgmental awareness. It's yeah. like, you're just paying attention to like, oh, okay, that didn't quite go as planned. Yeah. No it's, problem. Let's readjust. It's not like, <laughs> wait, those molecules didn't do what I thought they'd do. Like, this is so messed up. We're not like yelling at the science experiment. Yeah, we're <laughs> Or I like to think of like Jane Goodall as one of like the my go tos in my head, right? Like when she's observing, like when she's out in the field observing, she's not like, what are those dirty animals doing? Like picking in each other's fur. <laughs> she's like, oh, how interesting. And she makes notes about it. Like it's like, think about just like, I see, I notice this is happening. How curious, how interesting. Oh, I see that what they're doing. And that's it. It's just this warm, non-judgmental, like, attention. Yes. I have to say that I remember distinctly, I've shared this before in a couple places. I'm not sure it's been here on the podcast, though. I remember distinctly the first time in my mental awareness that I had enough awareness to catch myself talking to myself unkindly. I was taking my kids to preschool. We were already about 15 minutes late and the preschool's literally across the street from my neighborhood. And so I was telling myself, you have no excuse. And seriously, we're, we're like three months into the school year. How many times have you been late? Like my, my brain was just going at it on myself, just being so mean. And I normally would just be in those thoughts and be feeling really crummy. And then I would be mean to my kids and so on, so on the cycle goes. But I remember at the stoplight, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm kind of like, oh, turn green, turn green. I'm going to be so late. And my brain's like, oh, you, sh- you should just get your stuff together. And I was like, no. No, I heard the thoughts. I wasn't in them. And that's what we're talking about when we say mental awareness is like your brain thinks about 60,000 thoughts a day on average, but you're listening from an observer perspective, not, not just being talked 
too. And then I started talking to my brain and I was like, no, we don't talk to ourselves like that. And it was like, oh, it just gives me the, like the warmest fuzzies. Like thinking about that moment was when I literally took my life back from depression. That was the moment it started is when I developed my own inner voice and I talked to my brain. My brain wasn't just always talking to me. And that's, I just want to give that piece of a moment for clarity. Cause I know sometimes all of this sounds really great and logically. And like, you're like, oh, I wish I could do that. Or I want to do that. But how is the big question? And that's what coaching does. That's what we are here for as coaches is to be the reflecting mirror and help you start to see your thoughts and listen to them for yourself. And that's what my coach was helping me do to where then I could do that on my own. And that moment was the first time I really did it on my own. And from there, it's just been proactively rebuilding my relationship with myself, which then affects all the relationships in my life, of course, including sex and my sexuality. So let's talk about that since we have our lovely resident sex coach here. How does this come into play in the bedroom and specifically keeping in mind postpartum moms who things might be a little bit more tender. Um, there might, they might be feeling some pressure to get back at it, but they're just feeling like my body is ouchy. Like, what do you want to say on that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd love to talk about that. Like first I want to, I just add a little bit on to what you Tell just me. said, because I, I love think it. that's like such a good, it's such a good description when we're asking ourselves, how do we even start? So for those of you who are looking how to even start, I would really recommend picturing in your head, somebody that like, I always pictured my best friend. Um, yes. and I, even if she called me, but with the worst day, even if she was like, I can't believe I did whatever I was like, Oh, like, I love you, of course. So like helping yourself find that language, because if you've been really critical of yourself for your whole life, like understand this is a skill. It's not going to be easy at first, even if you're observing it, how to learn how to actually speak kindly to yourself. So bringing in somebody else to picture. So you can picture like your best friend. You could picture one of your kiddos. You could picture a younger version of yourself. Self, whatever is helpful for you to be able to access that compassionate voice. Yes. And we borrow from these other relationships, like the ones that we would never get like really mad at them over these things. We borrow from that and we picture, like literally close your eyes and picture them in your head. And if they came to you with the same thing that you're going through and they said all of the things, practice what you would say to them and you say it in your head like you'd say it to them and it still has the same effect because you're saying it to yourself even though you're picturing them you'll notice Mm -hmm. your shoulders dropping away from your ears you'll notice that you're just like diffusing the situation because you've accessed that compassion in that's just like you said like oh we're not going to speak to each other that way and I you know I know this is a skill you're going to continue to work on it's like you start and then you keep practicing it it doesn't just end like (laughs) you still have to remind yourself to speak kindly often yeah I love that yeah Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My favorite way to visualize that is a little a little kid like that's yeah. that's scared in the corner. I mean, maybe just because I've been a mom for like in the throes of motherhood for years now, but that one resonates with me. It's like if my child had their blanket over their face and their teddy bear and they were clasping it for dear life because they were so terrified of something or they or or whatever the situation is, I wouldn't just be like, get out of there. Like, you don't have time to be scared, you know? Right. I mean, I say that to myself. I'm like, we don't have time. You know, that's something I used to tell myself, but I love that I could borrow from that childlike fear. Like, they don't understand what they're feeling. And so many times we yeah. don't we don't either. And we, we haven't been taught how to feel all the things that we are feeling, even as adults. And so I love just giving myself that grace and imagining that little baby boy of mine, like yes. in the corner under the blanket. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like, how would we approach these situations with love, with understanding, you know, with compassion? And, um, and then that, you know, brings into your, your previous question just about sex. Like, I think that there is so much criticism, especially if you're postpartum and if you're dealing with any kind of depressive symptoms, it's like, you feel like, what's the matter with me? What, why, what's wrong with me? I should be able to, this is a safe place. I love my husband. I love my family. I should be able to give this to my husband. Like, you know, all of these ways that we're looking at the shoulds, especially the way that we're showing up in our marriage, that puts a lot of pressure. And instead, you know, really with any of this, and when you're starting to become intimate again, understanding that it is not going to feel good if you're shooting yourself around sex period like if there's all of these shoulds you're not going to have pleasure and when you don't experience pleasure mentally and habitually your body starts to get used to that and it's hard to then access desire because why would you desire something that doesn't feel good? Or why would you desire something that actually hurts your body? And you get into this like back and forth play. And so it really starts with like noticing how critical you're being of yourself in your relationship with yourself, with your sexuality, and then in that relationship in your marriage. Yes. I think this is, there's a parallel here with the bedroom and desire for sex and also depression, which is that when we're working from the place of should, and I Mm -hmm. need to, and I'm going to push through this and I'm going to, um, make myself do this. I need to, whatever. That is where we start to detract from desire for sex and, and and detract from desire for life, which is depression. Um, and so, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, it's like, just listen to your feelings and have the courage and the self-respect and self-regard, self-love, like to, to actually be curious about why you don't want to, instead of just pushing yourself through it. Exactly. And even before you get to the why, just acknowledging what's 
there, right? You know, because sometimes I think we get so deep into analytics of like, why don't I want this? What's the matter with me? I should want it. I don't actually have a good reason for not. And you can get down a whole other rabbit hole that it's like, oh, I, you know, like, oh, I noticed that I'm not really into that. How interesting. Well, I'm going to love myself anyway, and I'm going to honor that my body's saying no today. And maybe I'll start to see some patterns. Like we can start so far out. And I think, and with these true baby steps, but I think with a lot of women, they're afraid that if I give myself permission to be understanding, if I give myself permission to like feel my feels and that I will never come back. Like I'll never actually make a change. I'll never have sex with my partner. And I just want to say that's the opposite of the truth, not just with sex, that you being loving and understanding of yourself is not you then giving yourself permission to never get out of your funk. Yes. Yeah. And that's so fear-based, right? That's steeped in fear. But this is where we have to um, foster a trust with our body. Like we will know. Our body is made to talk to us and to tell us, what we can do and can't do. It's when we stop listening to our body and we start shooting ourselves, we cut ourselves off from that very body that can actually be our best friend, whether it's in our sex life or with our depression and getting us back to where we want to be. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And And it's so much easier said than done, right? (laughs) Like just listen to your body because it's like your body's going, you're, you're like, I'm not really sure. I'm not in my body. How do I trust my body? And so what I recommend at the beginning is just to really start by showing your body you're on its side, right? Putting your hand on your heart and being like, okay, I can, you know, I feel that there's a lot of tension inside of you right now or that you're really, you know, fatigued, like I love you and it's not making it do something until you learn that that is actually in your control, which was like Lizzie said, this is so much of what coaching does is it helps you become aware of these feelings, teaches you how to process them and connects you with your body so that you're actually developing a loving, trusting relationship with yourself and your body. Yes. And I have to say like, this was the gift that taking this work to the next level for me and working with Danielle. And this is again, why I wanted to bring her here is because Um, If you watch her, so she's on Instagram. Is it just Danielle Savory Coaching? Correct. Just like every now and then she'll put on a little video and she's just dancing. And like, I was attracted to that because I had gotten out of my head and in my body. And then I wanted to like enjoy being in my body. And so that's something that we all have to look forward to as we do this work with coaching. So whether you're looking for specifically help in pleasure and sex, or you're more postpartum depressive, either way, you're going to need and want to understand and have a connection with your body. So we are here for you as coaches. Um, the other thing I was going to say is, hold on, I have to remember. Well, actually, why don't you just tell us what you can, how we can work with you. If somebody is like the bedroom is the area that they want to focus on and, or they're just drawn to you, what is, how can they get a hold of you? Tell us your offerings. Yeah. Well, uh, I have a group coaching program called better sex in 90 days and 
this is, uh, you know, it, it's just so fun and it's so fascinating because the program is called Better Sex in 90 Days, but all of the women that participated, they're like, yeah, that was great. And this is what I really got out of it. Yeah. And I think that Lizzie can attest to this, right, as it is really developing such this deep self with yourself mm-hmm. better sex does become a result but it's because of the woman you've become which is a woman who truly loves herself through and through and um the group program it's just so special to be able to share something that is typically taboo or off limits with a group of women because you realize as you're hearing these stories and people talk like i'm not actually alone um I- i'm like i'm not broken I am not the only one experiencing these feelings when it comes to my body or sex or my partner and that in and of itself is such a compassionate gift to give yourself and you immediately begin to soften towards yourself because you realize it's not a me thing um, at all it doesn't become so self-identified yeah. So that's one thing, the group program, and that's, you know, packed full of tons of meditations and practices and all these things you have access to, to do on your own. And then I um, offer one-on-one coaching as well. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for being here with us, Danielle. Thank you for having me. Yes. So I was going to say if, so if you are postpartum and you're depressive, I would recommend starting with me. If you're not that though, if you are doing just fine and you're really interested in like the self-love piece and you're not depressive and this sounds fun, like the sex piece and also just your, whatever you're drawn to Danielle, then go check out her program. Where did you say they could find it? Um, DanielleSaver.com. You'll go to the coaching tab and you can either go to the one-on-one track or the Better Sex in 90 Days group programming track. Yeah. Highly recommend. It was awesome. I think I might do it again in the future. So maybe I'll see some of you guys in there. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Danielle. Love you. Okay. We'll talk to you later. All right, you guys, that's it for today. So in a nutshell, if you are working on hearing your body again and feeling feelings in your body, if you're numb and depressive, the better fit is going to be working with me, Lizzie, um, to do one-on-one coaching and really just reconnect and return on your awareness in your body. And then if you are already feeling like you're there, you've done that work and you want to take it to the next level as far as enjoyment and enjoyment and being in that body in a pleasurable way, um, work with Danielle. She's amazing and I highly recommend her. So that's just daniellesavory.com and you can look up her Better Sex in 90 Days group program. We will see you next week on the podcast. I'm so excited to introduce you to another guest and we're going to keep it rolling. Thanks for being here, you guys. Be sure to share with your friends, leave a review in iTunes, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, Lindsay here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzylangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon. Hey guys. 
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.